taking some time to settle in, letting the eyes close. This morning we'll be expanding the instructions to include mindfulness of the body. In the first place we may notice mindfulness of the body is in establishing our posture, meditation posture. What is it to sit in a way that is centered and balanced and embodies the qualities that we seek to cultivate? A sense of presence. A sense of alertness and the dignity of meditation is expressed in the posture. The profound self-respect that takes be a witness of our experience. It can help at the beginning of a sitting to take a few deep breaths. And with each exhalation, a letting go, relinquishing. Giving back. And with each inhalation, welcoming. Receiving. In the practice of mindfulness of the body, we're directly experiencing from the inside sensations, the vibrations that make up what we call body. How do we know that we're sitting right now? Notice the weight of the body, 
on the cushion, the chair. Simply connecting to any sensations that you associate with the body. to check in and see if there are any places that can be softened. muscles, the face, around the eyes and the mouth. Neck and shoulders. through finding our balance, we can relax some of the muscles in the back. Softening the belly. body to relax tells the whole system things are okay. Whatever the particular content is, of this moment. Can it be okay? Can I meet it with some sense of ease?
change. Simply listening to the body. Receiving. Welcoming sensation. within this framework of the body, welcoming the breath. Simply tuning in and receiving any of the sensations associated with the breath. at the tip of the nose, the rise and fall of the belly, Stay connected to one full in-breath. Pause. And then one full out-breath.
deep breathing happening all on its own. We don't need to control it or improve it. appreciating this miracle we call breathing. Noticing whatever sense of ease and well-being may be available right now. We accompany this body, this breath.
thoughts will come and go, feelings, emotions, not a problem. Letting the sensations of body and breath simplify experience. Simply to be here.
the Buddha's instructions for meditation begin with mindfulness of the body. And maybe for retreat practice, um, one of the most helpful and sort of simple instructions is as much as possible, keep the mind in the body. Not to do anything that uh, takes me out of the body. To stay connected to the body. You know, it's this wonderful um, bridge between our sitting and our walking. Um, The body's always here. The body's always in the present moment. Our thoughts are usually not, you know, with the past or the future, about something I want to get, about something that should be different in some way. And then over and over, we can simply connect to the body, just connect to the sensations of the body. And um, in this way, we can begin to notice that the body is an exquisite barometer to our inner state. Um, The body responds to our thoughts, our emotions, our perceptions. You know, we notice this connection when we sit. I can be sitting here and imagine a situation and imagine conversation that's upsetting and the body will respond as if I'm I'm there you know I can I can fantasize about uh, lunch <laughs> and the, you know we actually start to salivate you know if you if you if you're really into it um, so the body responds to our mind and the body is also uh, stores our experiences. You know, some people say that everything we've ever experienced is, is imprinted some place in the body. Um, so this mind-body connection is uh, profound. And often something that's elusive to find in the mind, you know, a certain kind of emotion, a certain kind of memory, a certain... Uh, it's easier to, to find it in the body and to be with it in the body. You know, so, so one of the um, common instructions that we give is with difficult emotions, and emotions that, that, that may be fueling repetitive thoughts. Um, one of the most helpful ways of working with it is to actually see if you can locate that emotion someplace in the body. You know, so if there's a lot of fear coming up around certain ideas, um, where is that fear in the body? Is there some place where it's being expressed, where it's some place where that sadness, that uh, anger, that desire, there's some place in the body, maybe it's the heart center, maybe it's the the belly. Um, And then the practice becomes being with the sensations at the body, 
know, and staying with them, meeting it with a lot of care, a lot of kindness. And what we may begin to notice is that all of these sensations that make up the body are themselves changing, you know, are themselves impermanent, are themselves not me. I don't own them, I can't control them, the body's going to do what it does. We have some control over our body, but we can't stop our body from aging, from changing. And so this too can bring insight. You know, so, so the body is a place where we can develop mindfulness and deepen in mindfulness, but we can also use mindfulness to see into the nature of the body. You know, so, um, and, and then maybe one final thing is whenever there's um, any sense of struggle in the body um, or struggle in the meditation in general, this is a wonderful, this can be a wonderful mindfulness bell that something is not being open to, you know. There's some resistance, there's some, you know, um, there's some clinging in the mind. And, and so becoming sensitive to any sense of conflict or struggle and, and meeting it with a lot of care, a lot of kindness, um, as Gil talked about yesterday, this quality of investigation. What is this? What is this about? What is this? And, and often contractions and, and tightness in the body, there's, this, there's a mental piece of it. You know, there's a, we don't notice the thoughts that we're thinking and how they fuel that contraction, but we can notice the contraction and we can release the contraction over and over again. And like I was talking about yesterday in the posture instructions, you know, this sort of sense of bracing, bracing myself against experience, you know, and who knows what it's about exactly, or you may know exactly what it's about, but just to meet it in the body is very, very helpful. And to come to some sense of ease and safety and relaxation in the body um, is enormously helpful for, for the unfolding of meditation. Does anyone have any questions about, you know, working with the body in this way? Just to repeat the question, if there has been physical and emotional trauma, what is the best way to work with that in the body, in meditation? 
Um, thank you for the question. And, you know, this is um, something that's very, very common, especially on meditation retreats. As we um, quiet down, quiet down the mind and settle into more stillness than we're used to, um, things emerge, you know, and often um, memories and often physical uh, manifestations of, you know, of, of trauma can emerge. Um, <coughs> I think one of the principles for working with, with trauma or any kind of difficulty in the body is to um, open to what's happening, but uh, not, not to let it overwhelm you. And, and there's something about the nature of trauma that it's like a magnet, you know? So even though it may be an unpleasant or difficult or uh, painful physical experience or sensation, the nature of trauma is to keep coming back to it over and over and over again. And so that is not necessarily so helpful, you know? And one of the things we often recommend is um, it's sort of like calibrating, you know, it's, it not, not feeling like I need to be with this pain 24-7, you know, and I'm not really practicing unless I find the most difficult <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me and, it's, and just stay with that. You know, there, there is um, a skill in um, finding somewhere in the body that is pleasant, that's safe, and it may be, you know, the big toe, you know, it may be, you know, somewhere that's uncomplicated. And, and, and getting in the habit of being with that place and finding some sense of um, ease somewhere, and then opening to something. And from that place of um, presence and safety, and then gently opening to something. And maybe it's just for a moment. Maybe it's just touching into that and then feeling, okay, there's something physical there. There's, um, there's an emotional component. There are thoughts associated with it. There's energy in being, being with that. And, and okay, being with that and taking it in. And then when it starts to feel like a lot, you know, letting it go, going back to a place of safety and a place of ease. So um, it's one of the things we can definitely talk more about in the in the in the discussions. Um, but um, I've known many meditators who have um, worked through uh, through through trauma, through mindfulness practice, in conjunction often with other modalities. You know, so meditation is is one piece of it, I think. And um, and then the other thing that with any difficulty is um, remembering kindness. You know, it's one of the things that maybe we don't talk so much about. Uh, or don't talk enough about, but to meet meet what's coming up with an awareness that's kind, 
that's compassionate, that's, that is caring, you know. Um, some teachers talk about the, a loving awareness. Um, to give something our attention and our, our awareness is a form of love. It's a form of care. So um, rather than having the mindset like, oh, I should be over this by now, or I should, you know, all these shoulds, um, to really open to what's happening in um, a very gentle, soft way is often, you know, the, the, the resistance to the, the pain locks the pain in place. You know, it's like, you know, so, so I often have this image of our awareness is the heat that's just thawing us out, just melting whatever places are frozen or are, are cold or hard or being held, you know, and just letting the, the heat of our uh, kind awareness meet that. Um, so maybe that's a few things to say. And I know. Okay. So the question. I'll just repeat the question. Thing is, I mentioned working with the breath, and then also the body sensations, and how do you know when to do when. Um, you know, this is part of the, the art of meditation and the exploration that is so personal. So, um, I, because a lot of my training was in the Zen tradition, um, I find it very helpful to attend to the body and the posture as a sort of container, as a frame, you know, of experience that to have this stable posture, this upright posture, it just gives the being the sense that the whatever arises, um, it may not be pleasant, you know, it may not be enjoyable, um, but somehow it can be held, you know, and there's a sort of, there's a sort of strength in that. Um, so I often start with mindfulness of the body and just the posture and and then in this very um, organic way, gentle way, allowing the breath to come into awareness. So rather than like, I gotta find the breath and just like clamp onto it, you know, for dear life. That's one kind, like, it creates one kind of energy. But you know, how open can I be? How receptive can I be? then at some point you notice this body is breathing and to receive the breath in the same way, you know, with, with, with this sort of minim, minimum of control, you know, and just however the breath happens to be, it might be shallow, it might be deep, it might be short, it might be long. And just being with the breath as um, just this rhythm of, of the breath, this natural rhythm, you know, and um, and then periodically checking in with the posture. I often find that 
if there's a lot of thinking and the mind goes off into thoughts, then the body reveals that. You know, we start to kind of, if you think about something in the future, there can be this kind of <laughs> leaning in or, um, you know, and just, and then so continually coming back to the body, coming back to the posture, uh, rebuilding the posture. And, and just finding what, you know, and there may be long stretches that you're with the breath and other things are happening, you know, but there's some sense of connection with the breath and noticing the effect that that has on the body. Often that is a calming, um, you know, the Buddha talked about breath meditation is for calming the body, you know, so it sort of calms the nervous system. And, you know, can I breathe in a way that invites more well-being? you know, invites more ease into the system. And then noticing the body, noticing what happens. So it's sort of a, you know, just a dance between the two. And, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe. I was yesterday for um, the posture discussion. And I just wondered if you briefly just mentioned the points to check in the posture. Yeah, sure, just very briefly, just about posture. Um, stability, uprightness, with a sense of ease, you know, with a softness. So when we hear being upright or sitting with a straight back or something, it's very easy to kind of, okay, I'm gonna, you know, really, and that's not so good. You know, that blocks the energy and that makes you tight and it's gonna hurt. So what is it to have all the elements of the body in harmony and cooperating? But if I push you, it's not like you're going to fall over. It's like each part is sort of independent. And then you, in general, whether it's the floor or the chair, you want to have the hips above the knees, you know, in this kind of stable triangle curve at the lower back feeling centered and balanced. Um, that's, that's basically. Yeah. Okay, well, last one. So, um, my background's in Zen, so as soon as I notice I'm thinking, I go back. So there's never a time when there's any observation or, so, so there's no, it's like there's no content or no awareness or something. I mean, you know, it's like, how do you balance that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so then there's just discomfort, and then I'm thinking, and then I'm thinking, well, why doesn't it talk to me? Why doesn't it? Why don't I connect the dots somewhere that there's some emotional or whatever, or what am I holding here? But nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just to repeat the question, after years of Zen practice, um, you're used to just quickly letting go of thought, coming back to sensation breath, body. Um, so the, um, the way we usually offer the instructions is that in the beginning of a retreat, um, it's helpful to develop some st steadiness, as Gil talked about, concentration, steadiness, stability, and giving an emphasis to the breath, the body. And that's you know, a big part of Zen practice. Um, and it's also true that um, 
if we're always just letting go of our thoughts so quickly, um, then we don't, maybe we're not giving, we're not, we don't have a chance to develop insight about, you know, around all these things because it's like, you know, it, it's, it's a form of that just clamping on. I'm just going to be with every breath and nothing else matters. And, you know, that's, that's okay for a little bit, but it, um, it misses a lot. And then there's so much of our experience that's not welcomed, that's not included. And the, so the, my feeling about the direction of Dharma practice is to open up more and more, to open up to more parts of ourselves, more aspects of our experience, more of the things that we thought we couldn't tolerate, or that that's not me, or I'm not here to, you know, I'm not, I came here to get enlightened and get concentrated. I'm not here to be with, you know, those memories, those emotions, those things, right? You know, and so often we say that um, we come to sit with all the things that we <laughs> we came to practice to avoid. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's a balance. Um, but what one of the things I sometimes recommend that has helped me very much is to, if there's a little bit of, if there's too much on the f- emphasis of blocking things out and just being with the breath and just being with the body, call for a few sittings, just come in and sit down and don't meditate. Don't do anything. Just sit and just, just close your eyes and you're going to hear sounds. You'll notice the body. You'll think a lot, you know, but just to sort of keep, keep upright and keep still and just allow experience to sort of be what it is. Um, there's a great letting go in that because our tendency is to control and to sh- We're always trying to control and shape our experience. And what is it to, to tr- truly um, allow things to be as they are? And, you know, it, it may be frightening at first or it may be uncomfortable or you may think, well, I'm just wasting my time. But there's something profound in that, that really profound in just... Um, you know, that's what they call it, just sitting, just sitting, truly just sitting. Um, the, maybe we should end in a minute, but the um, Dogen, who was the founder of, of the Soto School and um, great Zen master, and he was from Japan, and then he went to China to, to sort of get the real Dharma and did a very intensive practice in China and then finally came back to Japan. And he was asked, uh, what did you learn after all those years of intense sitting and intense practice? And, and he said, um, I learned that uh, the eyes are horizontal and the nose is vertical. <laughs> you know? It's like, huh? <laughs> you know? And what I love about that, I mean, there's many different ways of understanding that, but how I understand that, what I love about that is, you know, we can sit, we can, we can deepen our concentration, we can get more still, we can get more insight, we can develop in all these ways, the seven factors of awakening. But can your nose really get any more vertical <laughs> than it already is? Can your eyes get more horizontal? You know, something about 
who we are, who we already are, and to allow our, allow that to come shine through. To you know, who I am, how I am right now in this moment, can that be enough? Can my experience be enough? And to get get familiar with that feeling, that opening, is very valuable. And and then from that, yeah, maybe maybe there's there's a you know all these other things you know start to start to grow but that's the basis of it so thank you so um it's 9:30 we have uh some of you some of you have uh practice discussion um if whoever is meeting with Mel and with me at 9:30 we can just go down right now Mel is going to be in room one, which is just off the main room, and I'm in room 100, which is just in the hallway around the corner. And then Gil, this afternoon, will be downstairs in the office. So I think there'll be a sign up. So. <laughs>